Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Jim and Sam Town Square. I'm Scott King. Jim and Sam fans know me from the Forbes articles, and I'm joined, as always, by multi-Emmy Award-winning television producer Chris Cangella. This episode, recapping week five of January 2024, and another great week. Um, I mean, a couple, I'm really impressed with one guest. We'll get into um, a lot of good show talk, the dudes in studio, not a lot of guests, and that's kind of been a pattern, and it's kind of right in our wheelhouse, Chris, isn't it? Yeah, the guests that come on tend to sit in for a little while, and we love that as well, and just and just be there the whole time. But yeah, it is a little bit of their pattern. But I got to tell you, Scott, I was a little hmm, disappointed because this was the Chicago episode week of the Jim and Sam show. They talked about Chicago all the time, and, and no nod or... As Sam would say, rub for for us, the boys, right? Yeah, need, need a rub. The guys could use a rub sometimes. Uh, you know, something cool may have happened. We'll get into perhaps later, but you know, and yeah, a lot of Chicago. They so they've been hinting at a Chicago trip. I, at first, it was based around Jan Terry's documentary, right, Chris? Yeah. Now it, it may be. Now they're kind of talking about they're looking at Jim's schedule. He's he's going to Bloomington, Illinois, which I looked up for us last night actually, thinking maybe me and you will do a road trip. Two hours both ways. I don't know. I don't know if I can get the wife to settle on that. Hopefully, Jim comes to Chicago a little bit later. Um, but yeah, they they talk about Chicago. Even they're you know even if they're just you know putting it out there and it's not going to happen. Mention the boys. Mention mention the old town square guys kicking the show off. Introducing. Yeah, Jim. we should introduce them if they ever do anything publicly. For sure, we're their biggest supporters in this area. But yeah, the Bloomington show. Jim, he's forty minutes, thirty minutes away from Pontiac. Yeah. Illinois, yeah. the home of Wally's. It's right there <laughs> for crying out loud. So that t- they were talking about that and Sam's right. love from Wally's and and uh, and how they could go to Wally's. You know, Jim, I'm not sure if Jim's going to fly into Chicago or fly in to maybe Springfield or whatever to come into his Bloomington show. But if he flies into Chicago and he drives down there, he's going to pass it. It's on his left 30 minutes before you get to to Bloomington. So, yeah, I hope he gets a chance to go in there. Then they're mapping it out how to go to um I-80 truck stop, which I shared with you in our Christmas episode, same one. And uh, Travis was a little concerned that it might not be in Iowa. He thought it was in Illinois. It's in Iowa. Of course, it's in Iowa. It's called I- Iowa's largest truck stop or whatever. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he uh, they mentioned that. So they're maybe trying to do a round trip of, of going to, you know, Jim show, doing the, the Wally's and doing the I-80 uh, truck stop. So, you know, who knows? And then, of course, they started talking about Chicago's mayors. You know, you and I both don't live in Chicago proper. We have in the past, but yeah, Chicago's mayors are, are a little troublesome. What are the Chicago things that they talk about? Um, well, I'll just say real quick, even though I, I don't like when people say if you don't you don't live in, you can't say that crime is bad. That's a thing that people in Chicago like to say. Like you can't yeah. say crime is bad if you live outside Chicago. Like we, we have to work like there to go, sometimes. We would like to go there and throw money at the city if they have a nice dinner or see a play with our wives and or our kids. So like, you know, we can say whatever we want, <laughs> but uh, that's, that's more of a, a sore subject for me. Um, but I mean, I don't, there, there is, I don't know. I, I know Travis hires the interns, but like, when was the last time you didn't like a Jim and Sam intern? This, this new well, I'm sure there's parts that we can there talk is, about. There is, but they lead to great radio, too. Yeah, they do oh, lead to great radio. We're still talking about those guys, exactly. right? Exactly. So even the ones you're like, ah, that guy, he's just amazing, million amazing bits with him. But this new, new kid, Anthony, um, sounds like a super smart guy. Went to Columbia in Chicago, uh, study, film studies, I believe was his major there. Ends up getting a master's at 
at Tisch, right? New York, yeah, Tisch. Uh, NYU, yeah. Tisch School. Very, very yeah. hard to get into. Samuel Wood Roberts was rejected, but he that was jumped a funny on. story. I'm sorry, Chris. That was I was just saying that was a funny story. You're absolutely right. It was Sam, right. Yeah. It was funny. But yeah. credit to like, Sam's kind of the the ringleader. He gets these guys right in. the The listener gets their personality. They have great banter back and forth with Jim and Sam and Anthony. Was like you know no no reservations. Just talked about movies and he can run he can hang in there with jim's older movies too so i already think anthony's great yeah he was great and a lot of references um that go you know both in sam's world you know in the younger stuff and and uh they share that and then he knows the greats and that jim always talks about this is a great film with this actor from this and he understands that stuff so yeah he's going to be a great resource um he's still feeling his way on when to jump in and when not to jump in i kind of get a sense of and, and that's probably a hard thing god knows when we talk to people, I'm always jumping in a little too much. So finding that that balance of when you want to, you know, inject yourself and when you don't, um, uh, he'll get. But I thought he was great. And it made for uh, a very wrap up the whole Chicago week that Jim and Sam had. Yes, I, I definitely agree. And, you know, sometimes uh, sometimes the extra jump ins are organic. You just you got to do it. Uh, so speaking of trips, Sam took a trip as well. And it was to Tampa, right, Chris? Yeah, it was to Tampa for his uh, Not Sam wrestling show and, and doing, uh, I think there was a, was it was it a, not a WrestleMania, but what was down there? SmackDown? Uh, was it SmackDown? Sm- uh, or the Royal Rumble, maybe? I don't know. But yeah, he was down there for wrestling as well as doing his show. And he had a special guest. Who'd he have? It was someone who blew us away <laughs> like a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, because he had been on the show in so long and he was so amazing. Uh, just sexting his children, as Sam would say. <laughs> sending his kids videos of his exploits uh dj who kid dj who kid is absolutely amazing i love how he's diving right into the wrestling world and he doesn't fit too well does he chris yeah I, I i don't think i can even talk about how he doesn't fit if you want to share that you're more than welcome to but yeah he's he's still figuring out a little bit right well i was more mentioned i was more talking about how sam not, not, not that but how no, sam not that he, comic gotcha, not that gotcha. but uh sam said he wore the dumb mask the one time he went to a wrestling show so no one the fans could see who he was and how he made the uh comment on sam's show uh to a legendary wrestler uh yeah. suggesting in front of the audience that wrestling yeah he's liked wrestling since it wasn't since he knew it wasn't real and everyone that that is that is that's, like saying something terrible the- yeah, that's the blasphemy of the wrestling industry, I'm I'm pretty sure of. But yeah, you know, they they led to uh, Sam talking about how uh, Luke Kid arrives in style. And so he came uh, in, a, I think it might have been a white Lamborghini with the, the, the doors that come up on the sides. And I saw a picture with Sam on that. Did you see that? It was pretty, pretty lit, as the kids say. It was a very <laughs> nice car. One I, I would not, probably hardly ever see in my life. Yeah, it was a good time. Yes. And the best part about that car is there was someone else who wanted a photo with it. And the driver jumped. People were jumping in front of uh, Mr. Hot Dog who wanted a picture with (laughs) Sam with the car. So he couldn't get the picture taken. Then he was about to. And the guy uh, who the driver was just jumped in and drove off. Sam Sam enjoyed that hot dog. I would love to see video or or stills of that in his, you know, in his uh, sadness in that uh, episode of hot dog not uh getting that i'd love to see hot dog sadness there it sounds like he was pretty deflated from sam's account which made me very happy um speaking of things that have made me happy in the past they you gotta love what we've talked about this before uh especially last week we were talking about the schmoke and dunkin donuts video like when jim and sam revisit something 
you're going to laugh because it's funny. The thing they're looking at is funny. Their comments they made before are funny, but they they always find new angles. And I just love that Sam revisited D-Bag, his terrible tattoo that Sam, the guys realized, was a microphone to um, to, to tribute and salute his time in radio. But the the sound waves were, were coming out of the microphone. Yeah, like the microphone that you might see here in front of me, you know, it's called a, because I'm in this, you know, whole audio thing, it's called a transducer. And which means is it takes audio waves and transduces them or changes them into electronic waves. So it goes into the microphone, gets electronic, and then a speaker pushes it back into air audio waves, right? right? So I would think that a speaker would have the musical notes coming out of it. And a microphone would have the musical notes going into it. So he had it completely backwards. And now it's on his body forever. And I think that's hilarious. So, yeah, it was great to revisit that. I love when they uh, do that. Chris, I'm confused. Are you saying that when you, when you at no point when you've been producing a show, did you have to shut down production because microphones sound just started coming out of microphones? Is that what you're saying? Well, you know, I, I, I yeah, that's the thing is if I ran this backwards and I and I was play, I would hear audio out of this and it wouldn't be very good. No, it actually does work. You can hear you can oh. change the signal flow, like use a speaker as a microphone and use, uh, but that's not how it's meant to be. Yes, foolish. And I'm so glad it happened because it made me laugh too. And that's not what the tattoo was suggest suggesting. No, so no, he's not that smart. It was a terrible Sorry. tattoo. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, something that was not terrible is there's these people that are coming on that are that are old fan favorites. And then they're kind of like coming back sooner. Florentine was on like two weeks ago, came back, I think, and came back on this week. And with his relationship with Jim, his voice, how funny he is, you can never, ever get enough Florentine, right, Chris? No, he was great. Terrific. So many things discussed in such a short time, just, yeah. you know, one day on there and uh, hilarious. Um, we're going to get to some of the other ones, but my favorite, absolutely favorite part of it was they were talking about, um, and I hope this is not his year line of the week, but they were talking about um, the ladies that threw the uh, soup on the Mona Lisa. And they're talking about that. And they turned out that they found out that Mona Lisa was married to a Florentine gentleman, Florentine. And so they started doing Jim's, ah, his voice and and using his terminology. And it was hilarious. He just riffed on that for a while. Both Sam and Jim did a great Florentine. So that was fabulous. What were some of the other things that, that Jim brought to the table? Some good Swift, Taylor Swift commentary yeah. about how they're, you know, showing her too much in the box. And Sam had a good point. Like they, they, somebody just did a story on it or a tweet about that. They actually only show her for about 20 seconds, but, uh, but he was <laughs> in his commentary, Florentine was talking about what it's going to be like for them, you know, on the road together after, uh, after football, it, it might, it might not be the uh, dream that yeah. he thinks it is, but it still it, might be. I don't know. It was, it was hilarious. Yeah. He's talking about how Kelsey is, is going to, you know, if he's done playing football and she's doing all these gigs, he's like, let's go do this. Let's do that. And Taylor doesn't do things like that during the times because she sings for four straight days or whatever. She needs to rest her voice and funny, funny talk about how that might transpire if they're together, um, which they should be uh, yeah. when she starts touring again. But yeah, I mean, it was great. And, you know, they were talking about um, Florentine coaching his kids. Now, I know you do that. And I spent so many years coaching my son in baseball and basketball. And it, it is one of those special times. So you got to see kind of a, a nice side of Florentine so much so that, you know, Jim was like, I can't imagine Florentine of years ago now coaching his kid, even having a kid, right? Or getting married or that kind of stuff. He's such a degenerate. So that was cool. 
That was very cool. And, and speaking of being a father, huge news for the Roberts family. Sam and his wife are expecting a third child, so there is no show uh, next week. We might tell you later what you might be able to listen to during that week if you're a Jim and Sam fan. Yeah, we have yeah. a plan for you. Yeah, so yeah, they're expecting. I think Sam revealed that it's the uh, eighth of February, so that's oh. uh, next Thursday. So if you're listening before then, yeah, wish Sam. Uh, Good thoughts, I guess, during that, that everything goes well. But yeah, they're taking off the whole week. Very funny how uh, the other guys in the studio were talking about when Jim and Sam are taking off, like Troy or Travis was like, you know, don't you think that everybody should be having free vacation time? It's just not certain people because they're talking about the Supreme Court having a break. It's like, is it just one or two judges that goes on break or do all the judges get to go? So that was really funny. Uh, something great about Jim and Sam that we've talked to talked about since we've been doing the show is recommendations and you you hang in there with jim's old movie. i love old movies like if i if i've seen it or if i know of it it's up my alley like I, i'm someone that will watch an old movie but you know a lot of the movies jim references i love sam's sam's got an eye usually i agree with him especially for netflix documentaries did you get a chance to see american nightmare yet no and oh. See, I don't know how this is. I just, I have a hard time sometimes when things are really real and and being mistaken identity or you know you didn't do something. I just feel like I'd be too on edge watching this. So I've heard it's been great. Did you get a chance to see it? Yeah, it's super good. Um, really enjoyed it. I The reenactment kind of makes it, it feel tense? not too real. It's, it's it, tense. Yeah. Like, and there's a lot of misdirection. Like they do a really good job with that. I think it's how the case actually seem to go i don't want to give anything away people gotta check it out but it's really good another good recommendation from uh, especially Sam. yeah they always knock those out of the park and 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 i probably will give it a try I just got to get over being a wimp speaking of, of misdirection finally got to the bottom of the mark norman video mishap where he was on stage performing someone came on stage and... i need to interrupt you yeah i need to interrupt you and give you an apology no because i, I... I know. Hey, comedy. <laughs> I thought that it was real. You did think it was real. I think so. a lot of people did. That's why it blew up. On it, it trended. Trended the Mark Norman video. So basically, through some sleuthing or reading, they discovered that it is part of the Mr. and Mrs. Smith reboots. I think it's going to be on FX. Or it's on Prime. 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 That's right. Yeah. Donald Glover has a big deal with Prime now. He's starring in that. So I don't understand like what this marketing campaign is, but hey, it trended. Uh, Mark Norman got paid, but he didn't know when they were coming. Uh, it, just, just to finish, yeah. we hadn't seen it. A I think producer it comes that, on, tell everyone to yeah. leave. The guy gets thrown he out. He knew something was going to happen, but he didn't know what. And I think it went right. really extreme. So that's why we got a real kind of honest response from that, because he didn't know when it was going to happen. Right. But somebody really was cryptic in talking about it, right? Or maybe misled people through, you know, talk texting on their Twitter or the Instagram remember who that was yeah i think it might be uh one robert kelly <laughs> <And> <laughs> that was great i love and this is the pro this is like it's good when you're a well-known comedian like robert kelly and jim and anybody on the show really uh that you don't look at notifications after you tweet like whatever you got you people say in your entertainment you gotta read the good with the bad yeah. people just don't pay attention they put something out there that they want to put it out their fans will enjoy it they don't look at it there was a lot of grammatical errors in bob's it didn't bob's, make sense uh, talk texting twix it was so funny because that's the, the 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 tweet that or twix or whatever you sent to me to prove like look look this is this is a work because even bob is doing that and i even did that to you i go yeah, 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 i, I don't understand what he's saying man i don't <laughs> understand it so 
I think a lot of people didn't understand it. So they got Bob on the phone, which was fabulous. What was yeah. Bob's response once they talked to him on the phone? I think he was just like, yeah, you know, you got me. <laughs> I, pre I appreciate it. He was a little more forthcoming than when he um, asked uh, the one comedian to go get his wallet from and phone from the train track. Right, right. Can you pick that up for me? Right. <laughs> like, like he didn't understand what he did wrong with that. But uh, yeah, no, he, was, he was honest. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes I do that. And I don't look at my notifications. I, I talk text as well. And um, when I do that, um, I, there's a lot of misspellings. And I never want to do it around my wife because she'll yell out the word penis to see if it goes into the text thing. And I was like, come on, can you please? I just, I, I can't type as fast. Right. This feels like a gym moment. I can't type as fast. So I use my voice to text a lot. I send you our notes that we talk about when I'm listening and they're riddled with typos that you're like, what is he trying to Not say? Not too many. I, I've known some other talk texters and my wife and I joke about some. Not too bad. All right. Yours, well, yours I, appreciate, always, I appreciate it. I'm not that old. I understand the context and I appreciate you doing it. And I got to real quick before we wrap up the, the this video talk, uh, props to Mark Norman. He So he knew something was coming, but he was still himself on stage and seemed very real. Right. So I think he knew right away. But I mean, I guess you can call that acting. I guess he should do more acting. It was it convinced was me. Yeah, yeah, convinced me. And I, uh, I thought it was uh, real. So. That and just goes to show that I am not as sharp of a producer as I once thought I was. I think you are. You just never know when a, a terrible marketing campaign is going to hit you. That's true. Um, I, also with Mark Norman, I may have had a very nice conversation with Mark yesterday, uh, recording us on Friday. And later, I might tell everyone what they uh, could be on the lookout for. I so, love it. I love it. Yes. Little uh, little insight into the world of, of Scott King. And there's <laughs> more coming for both of us. So, yeah, there's some great things on the horizon for sure. And we also, we have a show, as a show here, have some insight into the world of soup protesters from listening to Jim and Sam. Um, as always, with anyone who's who's not doing good things, I like Jim's solution. And that was, I believe, to, I don't know if you said hogtie, but basically to like, just pick them up and remove them from the place. And I always talk about how he's, <laughs> he has a mental illness. Uh, I think most people do. But Jim said, if you're mentally ill, he says that oh, eight years ago, mentally ill people, you take your medication or go in the lake. <laughs> go in the lake. Yeah, he was, this, this follows up on last week's conversation about the protesters that are on the street and they super glue themselves to barriers or the street itself. He's like, just rip them off. Just rip their hands and take their skin with them, you know, whatever. But no, they're cutting out the road or the barrier and carrying that with them. So, yeah, I think it's along the same lines that he has of people that um, – uh, overstay their welcome when they're at a, a Airbnb and, and then squat. And he just, he's done with those kind of people. And it goes back to how Jim is upset and angered by self-serving crybabies, right? Yes, that, that that is what it is. We had more AI talk on the show right. this week. They have become the um, premier show to discuss AI, in our opinion. A lot of always great AI breakdowns, especially of future Jimmy. Um so there were, this time is the the AI George Carlin special, and they listened to it. And Will Sasso and his company, I believe, uh, reportedly are being sued for putting this out by George Carlin's estate. Jimmy always says that George Carlin's one of his favorite comics ever, so he knows him very well. And when you listen to the special, it the voice did not sound like him. I, I thought Chris. I it had it was a little grizzly. Yeah, I had a little bit, but yeah, even somebody that didn't listen to George Collin a ton, I could like this doesn't sound right. It just, it was yeah, it didn't it didn't sound right. It, interesting concept. I guess I've heard that maybe the AI 
uh, part is I think they have like maybe an AI third chair, so to speak, on Will yeah. Sasso's thing, right? And so, I don't even know if it's real. I think it might be a yeah. gag. So this might like be this could be a gag. This, yeah, this it's could end really up getting thrown out. Like Will Sasso just recorded his voice with this. Like we'll it, see. It, it might be. Not, a, I don't know. Led to a very funny uh, talk about you know a, a, a AI Jim Norton special. Yes. And he he welcomes it. Great. I don't need to do it. It's like it's <laughs> I'm lazy. Just put it out there. I'll be fine. Right. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, speaking of future Jimmy, Neuralink now with Musk. I mean, say what you want about Elon, and Jim says this too. Like he's he's at the forefront of all these technological things. And uh, what else did Jimmy have to say about the the Neuralink? Well, I'm not sure exactly all the things that Jimmy said, and I'll leave that to you. But I do think it's kind of remarkable how during the pandemic, many people were concerned that the vaccines were going to be, you know, injected to us would have these micro, you know, whatever they call bots that would be, you know, these controlling and controlling us that way. And and now here's somebody who might not be, you know, as pro-vaccine developing that. And people are like, yeah, let's do it. This is great. Can't wait to do this Neuralink kind of thing. But Tell us what Jimmy's thoughts were. I believe he thought that um, the the primary function of the Neuralink would, would be to help you remember where you parked your car, I believe. Or left yeah. your keys. Or <laughs> left your keys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, I think they probably want to be a little bit more Something than else. that. It's not, not just going to where you, you know, you can pretty much do that on an AirTag, right? And find right. Maybe a little more than that. And then that led to remembering where your keys are led to uh, Alzheimer's talk. And there's Alzheimer's stories in the news because... Some research research suggested that it's caused by taking growth hormone, and it's also said it's contagious. And this led all the, everyone on the show to be concerned for Sam Wood Roberts because he took growth hormone when he was a kid. But right. he should be in the clear, right, Chris? Yeah, I mean, legitimately scared. And I thought about, oh, no, and he was very funny. He's like, no, 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 it's fine because this took place after the time that I was I was already done taking everything. And it was it was after or reverse. It was before he started taking. Anyway, he's not concerned. The time frame doesn't match and line up with when he was uh, taking growth hormone. But they uh, they Jim was wishing that it was. You know how they he wish for death for both of those guys. He wanted him to like microwave his shoe or something. <laughs> exactly. Uh, one of our favorite new guys. I mean, I guess new. Probably in the last two years, he's been coming on at least. Paul Verzi. Uh, very angry. He very he has a lot of emotion. Has a lot He's of an angry guy, and yeah. I think Travis was the one to make the case to kind of show that he's a bit of a clickbait tweeter, yeah. Twixer, yeah. because uh, he put out a tweet from a CIA agent, I guess, talking about how cancer can be cured is is how it was it was uh, Brain, yeah yeah, and it was I I listened to it when I was working out. The lecture was the worst lecture I've maybe ever heard. The most going on and on droning. The guy had some S trouble pronouncing the S sound, but their breakdown, their as always, their breakdown was hilarious. And this is how great they are and why this show is gold. Jim said, yeah, let's just, give me just 10 seconds. I just want to hear what 10 seconds of this. Yeah. No, they did the whole nine minute, nine minutes, nine minutes of this guy talking and they had a joke and something to notice on everything. And that's what they do best. They break things down in a hilarious way. And the S's and, and, and Norton, you know, reminded us all how Anthony Cumia ruined Spock for him because of the Astros with his, you know, his dentures and that kind of thing. And this guy had some S problems and just a boring video, but made fun because of uh, of what those guys can do in the studio.
Speaking of making fun of guys and public figures, uh, they were talking about Rob Reiner's podcast. He did a special JFK uh, podcast for the re- the recent anniversary. And there was that Secret Service agent that Jim and Troy um, got very heated about because he yeah. claimed to have the uh, or have found a bullet and placed it on a gurney from JFK's assassination. <laughs> and Jim uh, still just letting him have it. I believe I believe I don't, correct me if I'm wrong. Troy's the same way. I believe Troy said they get him in here. Let's ruin his last 20 minutes. Yeah. He's an older gentleman, as you can imagine. He's an older gentleman now. Yeah. 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 So yeah, it's, it's funny because Jim, you know, sometimes forgets things that he brought up. So, you know, Sam kind of, yeah, this is a guy, this is a secret servant agent. Oh, oh, and then he just, you can see where it turns on with Jim and he just, Oh yeah, that guy, he should be, you know, and he just goes off on it. So yeah, it, it does, uh, I love when they come back to stuff and then, and it made sense with what Rob Reiner's doing. Sure. Sure did. Something else that made sense credit. And I'm not used to saying this credit to Sirius XM for putting the 15 second rewind back on the app. The hour made no sense at all. No, no. And I have a question though. Mine hasn't updated. How do I get it to update? I, I don't know. I, I, that's a good question. Mine, mine didn't do it till a couple of days after everyone else was like, Oh, great. And they talk about it on the show. Mine was like two days later. So yeah. Cause I mean, mine ha- still hasn't. And it is so, and my finger's so fat. So if I miss something, I have to drag it by there and it goes, you know, especially if I'm really far into the, you know, the re-listen, yeah. it goes back. If I want to go back a minute, even it goes back 15. Then I go, okay, I'll come this way. I go past it by 15. It yeah, was it's not easy. It, how it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I hope it, I hope it is better. And, and if they did kudos, Thank you so much. Now just get the cameras back in the studio. I was just going to say that still no video. So good. Yeah. We fixed the the loop. Yeah. It's how it should be. It shouldn't have been the cameras in the studio for crying out loud. They're kind of hard to find guests. their show. I feel like too. you'll see once there's updates, like it's still kind of hard to just like, yeah, I have to search Jim. Like I have to search, search Jim or Sam to get to Every time. the Jim and Sam show. Then I have to go find, I have to launch that. And then I have to go find the past. Ep- it's, it's too hard. These guys are too good. Please make it easier for crying out loud. All right, I'm off my soapbox. No, I, I completely agree with you. A uh, quick hit here there, uh, for the new Dune sequel. They put out a popcorn container. <laughs> Looks like something that Jim has bought. You got to see it. You got to see it. A sandworm, but oof. oh man, used for other uh, things. Good rap on that. It does look like something else. Uh, little Jimmy stories. <laughs> my favorite. Maybe my favorite thing ever to come out of the ONA universe. I know I'm not alone. Um, revisited Chris, but we learned some new things. I, I could put a name to the kind of picture in my head I have. And I have like a picture of Jim. Oh yeah. Lake with this guy. It's dark. You can see the water. Yeah. You can uh, see his, he's going to see devil in there and then something's going to happen. You're supposed as soon to be able to see the it. devil who, I don't know if you remember, this happens to be the guy's father. We found out this week, the guy's name is Tony. Um, Tony and Tony, Tony to the which lake. is great to put there. Tony said that after he sees that that Jim will want to make love to him, which is always a payoff when you get to see the, the his father, the devil in the lake. And how did Jim respond to that when he said that? He, yeah, he told him no <laughs> in so many words, right? And he said, I'm going to kill you because Jim was yeah, I'm, I'm going to kill, kill him. Yeah, this is when Jim was not sober and uh, the guy probably let him go. But yeah, it's weird stories. We talked about that last week or the week before about how many yeah. weird things happened in growing up in the 70s and 80s for sure. Absolutely. And the other new one, and feel free to comment uh, yes. on social or uh, in the YouTube comments if I'm wrong. 
I don't remember hearing about the pig stickers. They would pop two tires with pig stickers on one side of the car. Like you can't, you can kind of move if you have like one flat or like opposing. Yeah, replace like it, you right. Your car's like, oh. they were deviants, I'll tell you. And it was Terrible great kids. because Black Adam called in with all these stories that he's heard and just said, is this true? Is this true? Is this true? And it was perfect. It's like if we did, you know, it's like, okay, we've heard this. Tell us about it. Black Adam's great. We got to get Black Adam on our uh, podcast here for sure. So Black Adam, if you listen to us, reach out. We want you here. But yeah, he gave some great stories about the, you know, the oil, throwing the oil on the dashboard of open yep. windows. And Jim talked about the, you know, the one that he wanted to do. One of his friends, I can't remember the friend's name, uh, wanted to get the hot oil out of the out of the car that they're riding in to throw it on somebody on the street. I think so. it was Mike. I think Mike is the one who wanted to do that. There oil. you go. So, you mentioned cheers. Black Adam. Yeah. Chris, and uh, you remind me of something. And I do not mean to pry or stir anything. I thought he sounded a little, he didn't have his Black Adam voice. He called in twice, mm. I think, this week. So his voice sounded a little off. I hope he's doing okay. I don't know if yeah, anyone else knows of course. this. Not prying, not suggesting anything, but Adam's awesome. He, he's been great uh, over the last, I would say probably last six months of him calling in has been fantastic because he gets to the point. He he knows the show well and uh, he gets him. To, it's like Miguel. When Miguel yeah. calls in or, uh, and Miguel had a great call we'll get to. Um, but, you know, when Miguel calls in or, or, or tweets, Twix, whatever, you know, Instagram shares, uh, it, it's good stuff. It gets right to the point and it's, they're great shares. So definitely love those guys. Uh, speaking of little Jimmy pranks, uh, a great prank, apparently a lot of adults do because people are calling in, is uh, setting the alarm. Uh, Jim discovered the alarm was set in his hotel and this kind of sprung into conversation that People do, do set the alarm in hotels as a prank for like three in the morning, like a ridiculous time. Uh, I, I never ever happened to me, but it's hilarious. Yeah, I've never thought about that, too. And it is a is a great, great prank. I think Jim was I think his alarm, he came in talking that morning that his alarm wasn't set and had some weird things. Oh, no, it was his phone wasn't charged. He thought he plugged his, his phone and charged overnight and he came, got up and because infuriating. You got 10 percent because you didn't plug in your phone and charge it up there. Um, but, yeah, they talked about that and they said. That someone else called in and said that maybe the uh, the people that clean the rooms are instructed to unplug the alarm clock right. and then plug it back in and that clears the but who sets the time? You know? Huh? Who sets the time? So maybe that doesn't work. So I I think Sam made the point that to keep trying because if one out of the hundred times it, you know, works, it's worth it because it's a great gag. It's an amazing now, gag. I just don't want it to happen to me. Same here. That would drive me crazy. Finally get to sleep in the hotel room with my children. Um, someone, one of the callers, this is a thing that a lot of callers called in on and were great. Someone said a uh, a housekeeping employee was fired for doing this. To, she's had enough with the, the, with the uh, customers at the hotel to start doing this. So we have Airplane Jimmy. We have many Jimmys. We love them all. There's a new one. I love when we get a new one. Trucker Jimmy. He has this whole picture of his life if he is a trucker. And there's there's something above all else, not surprising that he's the most excited about Chris. Isn't that right? Yeah, of course. You know, Jim talked about if he was a trucker, he'd be 400 pounds and he gets it because he'd be eating all the time and not a chance to work out that much. So he loves the cabs and he really loves the You know, the, the trucker cabs that have beds in them and have many, you know, microwaves and it's just built out. And he's most concerned if they have a toilet and he's excited when they do have a toilet so much that he'd like to try one out. Right. Yes. Yes, he would. He just loves that. It would be right there. It'd be so convenient. That would be great. <laughs> I hope we hear more like Jim playing with these scenarios oh. of him being a trucker. I could see it. Uh, quick hit here. Voss called in. I love when he calls in. Um, <laughs> he called in to complain about Taylor Swift. And I think it, that's when Sam mentioned, like, you only show up for 20 seconds, you old man. And 
Yeah, I you know we always talk. I I feel like I get you to agree that he creates good radio, but you he do does. not. He does. He does. It was funny for me because he called in there talking about stuff, and then they went on a tangent, and Voss is still there, and they they're going off, and they're talking for maybe a couple minutes without referencing Rich, and here Rich go, but I, I he's trying to jump in there, but he's on the phone, and these guys are just going off and so for me that was funny because like yeah boss is trying to get in on the conversation and they're just right, plowing right. through i don't know if they forgot that he was there but then they circle back <laughs> and boss had some great stuff about talking about doing a, a private show uh in in uh how he was treated and uh maybe because of the jokes people didn't like too well but uh it was good it was good so yes you do convert me boss makes good radio i just i uh, whatever <laughs> that is fair. Um, Stephen uh, Sanjay, as Jim yes. says, uh, was the other guest this week. And he was, I'm gonna, well, I'll probably talk a little bit more about it when we do best guests, but he was great. And he kind of had the insight to Jim and Nikki before a lot of people because he helped Jim with the uh, the ring. And he and was the first one probably that knew that Jim was going to get married other than Nikki and Jim. Right. 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 Yeah. Because he had to get the ring. Something. Even Nick, even before Nikki, probably. I mean, they knew they were probably getting married, but before the proposal happened. So he was the one to do that. But, you know, Jim doesn't always make the best choices when it comes to jewelry, as we saw on his YouTube channel. Right. The yes, there were some uh, emerald, emerald earrings. earrings just, <laughs> and that's a great video. Please check out their YouTube great. channel. It's really yeah. funny. Yes. But, you know, Steve, Stephen, you know, of course, Steven's there because he is the best and the biggest advertiser for the Jim and Sam show. And so they're giving him a little rub to come on and talk to that stuff. But he's not a bad guest. He's, he's very good. interesting. And he had a lot to say about, you know, talking at Google and all the things and his marketing campaigns were fabulous. He's a smart guy. And uh, I liked hearing what he had to say. So he wasn't one of those boring stiffs like remember in Wayne's World where they had the guy Sponsor, on. Yeah. Yeah, talking about the uh, you know the the coin operated arcade and that kind of stuff, and they're making fun of him because he was a boring guest. No, Stephen was great. Yeah, I think, and I'll just say now, I think the other thing I like a lot about him is he just he there's no BS. He he loves their show. He keeps talking about Chipper. I love that he calls Chip Chipper, and he He's has a, a picture fan. of Chip in his fancy, famous jewelry store. He's got a picture of Chip on the wall. So I, I love Stephen Singer. He's he is an interesting, good guest, and I appreciate how he likes. And he's show. been there forever. He's been a yeah. supporter of those guys forever, so he knows the show very well, and he knows you know all the back behind the scenes antics, as well as the relationships there. So, you know, he gave them such a credit too. He said, you know, of all the shows, this one is one of my favorites. Jim and Sam have this great rapport and you can tell, and it's great. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, so, yeah. it was cool. And maybe another guest for us in the future. I, I'd love to have That you. would be fun. That would be uh, a lot of fun, sure. Being a guest and ones we've had, Miguel, great call. Uh, Miguel yeah. from LA, Jim and Sam Dank memes on Instagram, uh, amazing account. Uh, Miguel, as I've done, I've been guilty of this in the past too. When you, see, I followed a poster group that Jim gets the posters from, and when there's a new poster, sometimes I look to see if Jim's in on the bidding. Miguel caught Jim buying two Kiss posters during Wednesday's show and called during the show on, during on Thursday. Show. And Jim's like, "Hey, hey, to be fair, it was during a break." And then Travis found it probably on Facebook too, and uh, all together the two posters ran Jim, uh, I believe, a little north of one k. So. He's still at it. No, he's still at it. And he's trying to hide it from us. No, he's not. He doesn't care. But uh, it's just so funny that uh, sleuths like yourself, you know, Miguel had that great and, and shared with uh, with everybody on there. He's Miguel's great. I love his insight, man. And and he asks he the great. questions that we want to ask. Some more uh, new, fresh information in Jim and Sam universe. Not only did we find out that Sam's dad's name is Jerry, but that Sam calls him Jer Bear. Yeah. 
Jerry Roberts. We love it because they're talking about Jerry Roberts uh, representative. And there was a lot of fun with that uh, in, in, in talking about Congressman uh, Jamal. What's his last name? Ooh, I can't remember. Yeah, whatever. The, yeah. He's a guy that, you know, pulled the fire alarm or right. didn't pull the fire alarm. Who knows? Yeah. And, uh, and they got into and I'm, I'm not sure if this is down on our list a little bit, but they got into how he um, has a lot of sonnets about uh, 9-11 and all these other things. And, and they came to life and they read some of those and they were god awful. But yeah, going back to our original thing, Jerry Roberts. Of course, his name is Jerry. It's got to be one of the names that has strength. And is one of you guys that you talk to? Of course, it was great to get the name Jerry Roberts. It's the name of someone who would email a congressman to let them know they don't don't approve of them, even if they're just replying back to the mass email email that probably doesn't receive replies. Exactly, well, it's awesome. Uh, we mentioned guys are off uh, next week, um, right. and maybe we'll talk a little bit more about that after we do our line of the week. So up next, best guest we mentioned Florentine and and singer, and kind of what stood out from there. Uh, interviews. Uh, Bobby and Voss, they called in kind of short. I don't know if we're going to count them as guests this week. So uh, who's your best guest out of Florentine and Mr. Sanjay, Chris? Yeah, I mean, Stephen was great, uh, brought a lot to the table, but Florentine knocked it out of the park. You know, he had so much things to share. He really just sits in and, and is, is a great kind of third mic a little bit. So yeah, Florentine was great. And uh, you can't get over his voice. I mean, if you pick a voice for a radio <laughs> show, even if you're not that funny, that'd be the perfect voice. So yeah, them doing the Florentine voice that I talked about earlier was great. So Florentine gets my vote. How about you? I always love Florentine. I agree with your breakdown, but I feel like we just had Florentine. I'm used to him. He's like a regular to me, but I'll always listen to him and enjoy him. Steven Singer, just like I've heard him be good on the show before. I was just surprised by his storytelling, his knowledge of the show and Jim's characters. I thought he was great. I really enjoyed listening to that interview. with. Steve. I don't fault you at all for yeah, that good selection. Ones. Like we talked about, he was great. He was great. And, and and someone who's not typically in that scenario. So yeah, fan of it. He did a fabulous job. Absolutely. Now, do you have two finalists for line of the week, getting the line of the week now? Or you got just one. I just got about. one and it's very long. So please it. bear with me because it takes a little setup. Um, this is, uh, you know, they were talking about earlier, Sam was talking about the Taylor Swift thing, right? And the whole Travis Kelsey and all that stuff. And Sam was talking about, well, first of all, they're saying like how, you know, Taylor, you know, it's hard to avoid the cameras because, you know, Florentine was giving her a hard time that she's right in the front row, you know? And, and you know, it's hard to avoid the cameras when you're um, at those events because, you know, you're just trying to enjoy yourself. And Sam said, well, like Taylor, you know, when I'm at one of the wrestling events, I know where to da-da-da. So he's kind of comparing himself to Taylor, and he got a lot of grief from the guys about doing that. And so later on, you know, they're finding out what Taylor does on an off day, and she mentioned um, that, uh, you know, she, her feet are killing her, and, and when she walks around, her feet go, you know, crunch, 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 because she's been wearing heels all day, right? And uh, she has no interest in getting out of bed. And Jim said, you know, when I... You know, when I was doing the four shows at the Comedy Works and stuff, like, wait, wait, now you're comparing yourself to Taylor. Your four little shows at the Comedy Works is like her doing her thing, right? And Sam said, yeah, you know, you can't do that. And uh, he, he goes, yeah, but, you know, although your your feet probably do go crunch, crunch, crunch after wearing heels all day, too. So there's a line <laughs> that Sam finally got. It's like, yeah, your feet still go crunch, crunch, crunch because you wear heels all day, too, Jim. So that was good. Awesome. Not, not a great payoff, but just the whole thing of, of turning around on him uh, was was fabulous. You, you provided, got a line. You provided crucial context. I that that line was a killer this week. Uh, yeah, it, it had to do. It came from when 
new intern Anthony. We'll see if he gets a uh, how about maybe movie movie Anthony or something. We'll see if he gets. He a needs nickname. a nickname. Yeah, because you can't have Anthony on the show. It's weird. There's been a lot of Anthony's. There's been a lot yeah. of Anthony's. They all have good nicknames. He needs one. But no, he was great. And when they were talking about old movies, they got to talking about old cartoon characters. There was some Popeye talk, and somehow in the middle of the Popeye talk, Sims. <laughs> Former Famosis came up, and then Jim goes, his D looked like Popeye's forearms. <laughs> it did. That's what goes, yeah, it did. Yeah. Oh, that, what a great line. Just, yeah. just, just amazing. And, uh, you know, we we got something, um, got something very special that we're both really pumped about for the week off. And I want you to tell everyone what that is, Chris. Oh, well, you're giving me the honor. That's great. That's fabulous, man. Yeah, so the boys are off, and uh, we have... A, probably a good get there. We have Jim Norton and Miss Nikki Norton joining the town square. So yeah, we have a, a great interview coming up with them. They're very generous with their time. Got them together both. We talk about so many things. I don't want to give too much away. We'll have a couple of Instagram reels out there to, to wet your whistle, but hopefully that'll be coming out early next week. So look for that because it was a fabulous time with Jim and Nikki. What do you, what do you think? What, do, what did what was your favorite part of it? If you can recall, right. If without oh, giving man. too much away, I'll just, hold on. I don't, something might be, let me, hold on. I got to check the terms of service on the interview. <laughs> uh, it was Jim had such a great breakdown for the terms of service and yeah, just getting, getting to know Nikki, like watching their YouTube series is great. So it's cool to talk to him about that. Like when they realized they wanted to do it, why they're doing it. Jim was like very, really interesting and, and candid as he always is about, um, Kind of teasing that he's marrying a trans person. I think that he was maybe even, I don't know if he said he was dating one before, but but married to one. Um, and it, it kind of the slow rollout of Nikki. Yeah, there was there was a lot of purpose to it. And Jim really got to the bottom of that on our on our show. And they were awesome. And I will say, after this special episode, I'm working on another Forbes story about Jim and Nikki's YouTube series. And I may have talked to Miss Mr. Mark Normand uh for it and uh yeah i'll be working on that for the next uh two weeks or so so uh, stay tuned for that but our, our interview was awesome and you did a good job chris uh, i should say great job and as you always do with our show so thanks for everything you do and thanks guys for watching and listening absolutely and thank you yeah there's so much great things happening for us in the town square and we appreciate everybody's support we got this great interview with with jim and nikki you're putting together a terrific article and everybody loves those so much because there's a lot of inside baseballs we say stuff that true fans will get and so please keep your eye out for that a lot of stuff to keep your eye out for when you visit the town square thanks for watching and listening to the jim and sam town square please remember to like and subscribe and turn on that notification bell not dog bell so you don't miss an episode and if you're just listening to the podcast, please leave us a five-star review. We really appreciate it.